Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we are back in studio. We have officially ended our quarantine. We are back in our little germ bubble, but it's still little. It's contained. And then we will quarantine before the holidays, before we see our parents and stuff, because we're safe. So you be safe, too. Mm. This week, we are without beer because the man and his promotion, he is working like a dog. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, but we do have his lock of the week. It might not hit. None of ours hit last week, if I'm correct. So we're hot. Don't let this podcast get hot. Um, we will sadly talk about the Bears. Um, that's all I got to say about that. We'll talk about him. Uh, we will talk about Nate Robinson becoming the world's largest meme of all time. <laughs> and then for timeout, we got sweet treats that we create. I don't want to give it fully away. And then for rank, we're sticking with the Thanksgiving because we haven't done a Thanksgiving special. We're going to do what we're thankful for. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Let's take it from the, uh, the tippy top there. Beer League. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Um, it feels great to be back in studio. I love having other people around and not just talking to my phone. Um, face feels to face good. is much better. I, yeah, I forgot good. how much more fun this is. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it just—it was feeling like another work Zoom meeting to me. Honestly, yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! All right, I got another meeting at six. Let's do this." God damn! That's, yeah, yeah, that hurts. I but mean, yeah. it still—it was fun during that. That hour, though, obviously, but it's good to be here drinking with the boys. Yeah, that's good. So let's start off with Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, let's start off with Nick. Yes. How was your Thanksgiving? You did go on a hike, you said. I went on a hike. I'm so sorry, but I got to ask. Nope. How you feel? <laughs> Why? Okay, yeah, he I, didn't ask. He didn't I didn't ask, ask. Are you injured? I didn't ask. <laughs> yes, how do I feel? Okay. You caught what I did there. Okay. I didn't ask. I feel Great. <laughs> what he meant to ask was, how was it? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't ask for an injury report. I just, you know, how do you feel? I feel good. You went hiking? Uh, yeah, we went because um, we couldn't really do a regular Thanksgiving. So halfway between here in South Bend is Indiana Dunes National Park. So met my parents, my sister and brother-in-law there. Went for a hike. There's a uh, cranes, these special kind of cranes, uh, sandhill cranes, I believe that migrate through through there um and there's supposed to be like hundreds of thousands of them that migrate through there and at any one time there's like 80 to 100 thousand there we saw like 10 so <laughs> okay. yeah i'm like the hour and a half that we were there are they more by the water or are they more we we were in like a marshland area mm. uh not next to the water because that's supposedly where they are mm. because they're cranes and they exist in the marshlands and everything like that but um yeah, so it was like a good little, hey, we got out of the house for a while. Everybody brought different food items, so then we were able to exchange food. Nice. Um, so we still got that aspect of it and everything. So that was, you know, that was that was pretty nice, as as good as it could be while still kind of being safe because um, we were outside and, you know, 
keeping at least a little bit of distance and everything. So. Did you do your green bean casserole you talk about? I did do the green bean casserole. Um, turned out phenomenal. Oh. So. I got no doubt in my mind. That's good. And yeah. I'm glad that you feel okay. So. The, there's the cranes. Um, they make a, them? They make a really cool sound, too. Um, they're pretty. They, they Just when they're flying, they make this crazy call. Um, so a crane is just like a bullshit flamingo. Um, yeah, it's like a, yeah, here. <laughs> I'm interested to hear it. That sounds like, oh, Jack's out of it. Oh no. Yeah. Johnny wanted, uh, he wanted to make Did it. Did you say it looks tone. like a flamingo? Like a dumb flamingo. Oh, it looks like a smarter flamingo. I think. No, I, I don't mean intelligence level. <laughs> Just mean that. Cranes are look. cooler than flamingos. Yes. All right, let's hear this. We got anything? Oh, there you go. Put your mic up to it or something. This is really good radio right now. Yeah, this is really good. Did it? Um. <laughs> I mean, did you okay. say that? Do they say they need to be flying because they're just walking around <laughs> strolling a, right now? It's a three and a half. <laughs> yeah, maybe let's. Uh, <laughs> I will say uh, this, though. They, they, they look they, a lot cooler in the video. Yeah. Nah, dude, there's no sound coming from your computer. Yeah, I can't. I can't hear it with headphones. Yeah. yeah. Not going to work. Okay. Um, well, that was worth a try. Right. Anywho. Yeah. Look, check, look. Out, check out oh, the Sandhill Crane Scope. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. We'll do it again. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a velociraptor. Oh, you know? it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like the clicking kind of almost. Yeah. It could be predator. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's you, you hear that and you're like, and you're like, oh yeah, birds are definitely dinosaurs. Yeah. You know. Well, that's good. That's an interesting thing to. After how's your Thanksgiving? You gotta hear these cranes. You gotta hear these cranes. Uh, Johnny, how how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Just uh, with family up in the suburbs. Uh, made two turkeys. Finished them all. It was great. You made two um, turkeys? Wow. Yeah, they were the smaller ones, though. I feel like... Well, that was the thing. There was a shortage in the U.S. for smaller turkeys because, obviously, everyone's having smaller dinners, not as many people mm-hmm. uh, at the dinner. But uh, So we made a couple of those. Uh, it was delicious. And also, I got what I think is probably my last round of golf. Um, so that was nice. But after looking at your chipper, I, I want to golf again. It's a wedge. Like a wedge. Matt Black. Not, not a big deal. It's beautiful. Thank you. It is beautiful. 10 degrees of bounce. I wanted eight degrees, and I asked the one guy at the store, I was like, hey, do you have an eight degree bounce wedge? The guy just looked at me. And he's like, do you see one out there? I was like, <laughs> no. But but it is a little hard to see because it's matte black, and it's like with the cellophane on it. You can't really see like the degree and stuff. And yeah, so, no, I just think that's a really aggressive yeah, way. And so Did you see like, it, you asshole? I was like, <laughs> uh, see one out there, dude? I was like, uh, no, I mean, that's why I'm asking you. I yeah. kind of looked, but I didn't. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you. And then, so he helped me look, and then he pulls out the 56 degree. He's like, here's an acre degree of bounce. I was like, yeah, that's not what I asked for, man. Yeah. It's for a 60 degree. He's like, uh, yeah, I don't think we have it. I was like, well, you're not even looking at the 60 <laughs> degrees. You're looking at the 56. And, I, and then I got fed up. I was like, I'll take I. I do like the 10 degrees bounce. I'm fine with it. It goes a little bit higher, a little uh, better for bunker shots. I got a standard one. So it's better for like, it's good for like full iron shots and shipping. So it's good. Uh, pitch shots mostly. Is it, is it going to keep that matte black 
finished forever or you no, said it, it's, it's the one that rusts it's right gonna rust. mm. it's gonna rust it's gonna rust which is gonna be sick it's, when i was a caddy the best best golfers always had the rusty rusty wedges the yeah. rustiest wedges it's it's because it adds so much more spin because then it has like permanent grooves because you gotta think of mm. know when you that. have grooves now with like spin mill for it to be face or to be legal you gotta think it's kind of like the 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 surface area of your thumb you know you got those like very yeah. tiny ridges mm-hmm. those can get filled pretty easily yeah. But when you get like the hard rocks, it's almost like sandpaper where it's like that shit ain't coming off. So now they make them where they can rust and they're still legal, which is good. Wow. Very fun fact. Yeah. I what I want for Christmas. Hell yeah. That's good. And uh, PGA Superstore has a deal on them. They're usually like 160 bucks. I got that for 100 bucks. Nice. How, how can you beat that for a wedge? Wedges you're supposed to get like every four years. So that's 25 bucks a season. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. So. What uh, what was your favorite dish from your Thanksgiving? Favorite dish. I mean, I feel like every year it's just the mashed potatoes. I don't know why. Mm. I can, yeah, I don't know why the mashed potatoes are delicious every time. My brother makes them. Say who made them? I don't know what he does, but it works Dude, every time. I gotta tell you something. So, what's your brother's name? Noel. Exactly. So, I got a friend request on Facebook from a. Jose Rodriguez. And so I was like, is it your, cause you know how sometimes people on Facebook go by their middle names. Yeah. So I thought like it kind of looked like your brother, but it was a dark picture. And so I was like, Oh, it's probably Johnny's brother, but he goes by his middle name. Mm. And then I, you know, I accept the friend request. Cause I was like, yeah, I, I like your brother. He's a very nice guy. Um, did a you? lot of weird posts. <laughs> a lot of like really weird like like Zumba type posts and like him just like dancing but like staring into the camera. Mm, no. <laughs> but, but, he, but it was always in these like really dark, uh. dark rooms, like black light rooms. And so I was like, dude, that doesn't look like him. But I was like, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Yeah. And he is younger than us. So it's like, you know how you. Dude, when you're like 18 to 20, you look like a different person. So I was like, okay, maybe he looks like this. He's changed. And then he smiled. And this guy, I'm not shaming, but he didn't have a lot of teeth. Mm. I started thinking. I was like, I don't think this is. No. <laughs> I don't think this is. Especially with the dancing game. videos. Yeah, like, and yeah. I, if you thought I was an introvert, my brother's like it twice was like no, only it, to Hispanic and like salsa music. So I was like, okay, okay. might check it out. Well, I was thinking like maybe your sister got into it and he was doing it with your little sister. Cause like, how are you going to say she's no? a dancer? So it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So I, I was trying not to be <laughs> presumptuous. I was just trying, I was trying to be like, be very accepting. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I was also you. thinking like maybe your sister's doing it and he like dragged him to a class. You know, you guys yeah. are, you guys yeah, are yeah, good yeah. big brothers. So I thought that, and then the smile I was like, dad, <laughs> no way. In. And so I looked up you and then I found your brother and I was like, yeah, it's not the guy. So I, un- I unfriend requested the guy. And then the next day, like, requested me again. And I was just like, dude, do I know this guy? <laughs> I don't think I know him. But that was, like, hilarious. Because it was, like, three days where his things were all over. And I was like, dude, who is this guy? <laughs> Did you accept him again? No. You block him? No, I didn't block I Like, I don't hate the guy. He just He's not his brother. But if he ke- he might keep requesting you or like harassing you or something i just block that shit then he can't find you anymore so a little weird thought my ex-girlfriend xx ex-girlfriend oh nice uh, brag wow three ago i'm just saying but it was was probably my most serious one before my current one her last name 
shares yours. I'm not going to say it, but I'll just say it shares yours. You already said it before, but <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm not saying it. Um, and so I was thinking like, is it one of her brothers? And I just forgot his name. Could be. Uh, I mean, what, not, what did your investigation tell you? I guess, is this just a random person? That you've oh been? no, I didn't investigate. I just been keeping myself up. Thinking mm. about it. <laughs> okay. It's real good. It's real good. Nice. Um, my Thanksgiving was good. My mom made a 20 pound Turkey. Wow. I'm glad you're asking how many people were there. Five. Um, it was just my brother or no, there were six of us. I'm sorry. It was my parents, uh, my brother and his wife, me and Kayla. Oh, seven. Baby J was there. How can I forget that little oh, bugger? How could Baby J? Baby J is, is he great. He is 10 months. He is a little cutie. Um, all he does is flirt with Kayla though. I'm like, Hey, we're, <laughs> we're very close to being family. Like, <laughs> cool it. Um, but he is great. Um, uh, he loves Uncle Joe. He loves <laughs> Uncle Joe. It is nuts. Um, I think he knows that, like, he, I don't think he understands when I talk, but, like, all I tell him is, like, I'm going to just give you all my shoes. I'm going to give you all my sports stuff, and you're going you're gonna to love Uncle Joe. And it's, like, I think he's like, might hear me, and he's, like, yeah, if I just, like, be nice to this guy and, like, don't cry when he holds me, he's going to give me everything you know what it reminds me of uh the how i met your mother episode of uh uncle barney yeah <laughs> and his brother's little kid yeah he just buys dresses him, dresses him up in suits yeah. and mm-hmm. buys That's him exactly awesome what I shoes to. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah uh my favorite thing though of the whole meal was my mom made this cornbread but it was a unique cornbread so it was cornbread on the outside but it was stuffed cornbread with cream corn Ooh. so it was like crispy and fluffy on the outside with like creamy corn in the middle but it was like like a thin layer. How do, you, how, how do you do that? Dude, I got no clue. She goes, it was the typical mom thing. Like, honestly, this recipe is the easiest thing I've ever seen. And she lists off like nine things. <laughs> I was like, easy is like pour the mix in the bowl and cook it. She's like, first of all, you're going to have to get two things. You're going to drain a quarter cup out. I was like, what the hell is that? I don't know. But it was phenomenal. It was really good. The turkey <laughs> was great. Um, she made a white castle slider stuffing. That was very good. What? Wow. So I don't it even was, know what that means. It was White Castle sliders like chopped up into like... That is a great idea. I, I would Holy say shit. like fours. So like one and then two. So they're like little cubes. Sure. Um, Then she put like celery and other stuffing seasonings. And then I believe chicken broth and like kind of like did that and then stuffed the whole turkey with it. Then it got like moist and like the, all the turkey drippings were on it. It was phenomenal. It was wow. really good. Really it wasn't also, too mushy? No. And she also had a... My brother and his wife are gluten-free. They had a gluten-free, um, a gluten-free stuffing. Phenomenal. Just really? tastes like potato chips. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. And then my mom, oh, dude, she made homemade gravy. I love it. I mean, oh God. And then I, I did a very slick thing and then we can move on. But I was like, Hey, Kayla, we should get there early so you could help my mom cook the gravy mm. and also write down. Every step. What's the, what's the recipe? Yeah. So my mom taught her a little bit how to make gravy. My mom ended up making it the day before because it does take about four to eight hours of making, depending on how you want to cook it. Jeez. But she does like the neck bones in there. Uh, we did raviolis that were very good. It was it was a it was a grand old time. I want this recipe. Sounds really good. Of gravy? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it? No. So <laughs> is it shareable? Yeah. So, <laughs> Will so we get is, in trouble? So it is a little unique. So my mom has her recipe. My grandmother's, my mom's mom, my grandma Helen, um, she made the best gravy I've ever had. 
hands mm. down at a restaurant or anything. Best gravy I ever had. But her recipe was a little unique. My grandma Frances also makes a very good gravy. Just a little sweet. I don't love the sweet gravy, but hers is very good as well. Um, but my grandma Helen's recipe is like enough salt. Enough to make Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about this so last like, year, too. It's all just based on feel. Yeah, it's not like a real thing where it's like yeah. a teaspoon of this. It's like, just cook it enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Like, I don't know. But Thanks, it's like she grew up in a, her family owned a restaurant, too. So it's like mm. she, she's been cooking for a very long time. Yep. That was very good. Um, It was the first time Kayla's had my mom's gravy. She's like, is this what, like, marinara is supposed to taste like? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is what it's supposed to be like. Prego sucks. Don't yeah. bring that shit in my house. Uh, that was very good. Um, all right. We're going to start off with the Bears, and then we're going to keep on the high note. So we're going to start low, build. Um, bears. Fuck. Yeah. Terrible. They suck. Shit. They're, they're terrible. They're really bad. Granted, Akeem Hicks was injured, and I think that that was really, really obvious. Like, it's amazing how good... Oh. Thanks for knowing that. It's amazing it's- how good he is. Um... But yeah, regardless of whether or not he's there, the Bears kind of suck. My thing is, it's nuts. So even in the last game, you notice when he got when he went out, the middle is open. Mm-hmm. The middle is open, wide open. Um, so I hate to say it, but I'm gonna say it. I'm bearing the Bears D after that performance. If you just lose Hakeem Hicks which I think is a really good, really good player. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, if you just lose one, we're supposed to be the Monsters of the Midway. I'm burying them because they should have put up a better performance. I'm so sick of getting pieced up by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, six touchdowns. I mean, you can't really get what? much worse what? than that. That that was by far the most they've given up all year, though. I think they were averaging something like 20 points per game. I feel like it was right around the three-touchdown mark of yeah. what they were giving up every game. So, I mean... I, I think you directly pointed to Akeem Hicks being out and Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, they suck. Yeah, it was bad. It was a really rough game to watch. I turned it off in the third. I turned it off earlier than that, honestly. I was, it was really, really hard. Um, Mitch at quarterback, dude, see here, it's such like a bullshit thing when it's like, all we need is like, 20-plus points a game and our defense will help. It's like, nah, it doesn't happen all the time. And it just shows that, like, we we do not have an offense even close to be a part of any shootout yeah. with any team. Mm-mm. And I think the defense knows that, and that's why I feel like even as the season progresses, they're just performing yeah. more, it's sad. more terribly. It's got to be demoralizing for them. Exactly. Man. you got to imagine the locker room just like, all right, you guys aren't doing shit. Like, we can't win this alone. And... I mean, it comes down to the offensive line, right? Do you guys agree with that or not? Obviously, there's a missing pieces everywhere, but at the end of the day, what do you guys think is like the biggest issue? The difference that's affecting our run, that's affecting whoever we put in QB, what have you. The biggest thing for me is this, though. There's other teams out there with terrible, real bad offensive lines, and what do they do? They do the one, two second throw. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. We, we never do yeah. that. We never yeah. do those. We And you know what? You know what I realized? What we tried to do this game, in which I really liked, is in the start off, we, we got Mitch completions, yeah. which I loved. And then, okay, 
That interception and like the fumble. Yeah. That sucks. Mm -hmm. And that's on the quarterback. But it's like, I respected that he was trying shit. Yeah. He, I mean, he made an effort that, I mean, the one interception pass in the end zone was ill-advised. The fact that after the 50-something yard run on the first play, they couldn't get get into the end zone. I mean, that was pretty clear. If they if they were able to get in the end zone right there, then it's like, okay, maybe we can do something. But that just set the tone. It is such a crazy thing that you see throughout the league and even in college now. When you're not doing good in the red zone and you're settling for field goals, it it feels weird. You just like, yeah. it's, it's nuts. Where you saw it in the Pittsburgh and the Ravens game where they're like, we'll give you up all the yards between the 20s. But you're not capitalizing. But yeah. once you're in the 20s, we're going to stop you and make you only get three points. And all we have to do is, so for two of your drives, we just have to make one good drive and get a touchdown and we're winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like a weird thing where it's like, yeah, that's all we got to do now. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it does it. It eats at you, and it sucks. Like after that David Montgomery run, I was like, "Holy shit, this shit's nuts. We've this shit's crazy." <laughs> and then it's like, "Nah, we're just gonna go three and punt or three and <laughs> yeah. field goal." So it's he, like Fuck. he he rushed for over a hundred yards though. Which no, is he was good, he was good. And a, and a touchdown. Yeah, good for him. He's a good running back. He is. I think what we got to do now, blow it up, done. Nagy, out. Pace, out. Get out of here. We're done. I, it's sad to say, but his Mitch Trubisky pick is going to haunt him for his career. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am a little bit more hesitant to do the complete blow up, even though like we've seen it can be a success in other sports, like with the Cubs, and we see that a lot of teams do it. It's like, okay, this sucks. Tear it down. Build it back up. But I want a new owner. Yeah, that's not going to happen anytime soon. The thing, and the reason why I might have said this before, uh, I heard it on the radio like several years ago, and it stuck with me because it's actually a really good point. Like every other major sports team owner in any sport, their wealth is from somewhere else, and then they own a team. The McCaskies, their wealth is the Bears. Mm-hmm. They can't so really, they're, yeah, they they're holding re- on to it. Yeah, forever, yeah, like they have. Yeah. It's not like the Ricketts who have TD Ameritrade exactly. that they can go they back to. They just sold, but they had it forever, whatever. Um, that's worth billions and billions of dollars. And then, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to buy the Cubs and get invested in that. It's like the McCas- this is McCaskey's life. And Virginia, I mean, it's been her life. It's been her entire life. Her whole so, life, yeah. I mean, is I, I don't think she's going to want to give it up while she's still alive mm-hmm. uh, between the two of those. So I don't I, know. I just think that that's what we need. I don't want like a Jerry Jones. I don't want someone to be like an owner GM. I just think we need a new owner. It worked for the Cubs. Um, the funniest part about the the Cubs and TD Ameritrade selling is Ricketts. All he's been doing is complaining about, oh, I don't have money to like go out and get players or pay our own players. Like, oh no, I don't have money. Uh, shut up. You just bought all of Wrigleyville, pretty much. Like, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, if you actually look up the square footage that he bought around Wrigley Field, it is terrifying how much he bought. So don't talk to me about that you don't have money. And TD Ameritrade just sold for billions. Not millions, not hundreds of millions. Legit billions and look up look up the deal, the TD Ameritrade deal. They sold, I'm I'm telling you, it's billions of dollars. They they did not uh do the do the sale. Who did they sell to? See, I and I don't want to get into a big aside about all yeah, of that. Yeah, they sold the Schwab. Uh twenty six billion. 
which is crazy. Twenty eight. No, no, twenty eight or six. No, that's six trillion. In it, assets. it was a. Uh, it said it on one of the other ones. But yeah, I don't want to get into a big thing. Yeah, twenty six billion. Uh, about like his ownership and everything like that. I could that could be in, a, in its own podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and everything like that because I have certain thoughts about that. I certainly don't forgive him for, or for whining and saying, "Oh, I don't have enough money." But I do think it's a little bit more complicated than people say it is. But that being said. Yeah, if they just sold for twenty six billion, he probably has a little bit more money. <laughs> I just didn't like him saying we don't have enough money, we don't have enough money, and then he would just buy lots. Like he bought the Taco Bell lot for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, millions and millions as bad as it sounds, though, is different from hundreds of millions. But he bought that for like seventeen million dollars. That's a pretty decent player. Yeah, and well, yeah. Dude. Like I said, I'm not going to get Yeah, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> true, that's true. Right, it's let's, it's let's, such a big thing. Let's stick on the Bears. So I think by far the biggest thing that we have to attack on is strictly the offense. We have to do like what the Buccaneers did in the offseason where they're going to actually work around the offense. And they brought in a quarterback and then they worked around him. We didn't do that. We got another wide receiver, but our both of our quarterbacks overthrow, miss throws. That doesn't happen. That doesn't help. And I'm not going to lie, a bunch of our wide wide receivers love dropping passes. Yeah. They really do. All the time, all season. They love it. Yeah. They might get paid to drop passes. <laughs> it's nuts. Paid per drop. PPD. I mean, I saw a lot of people saying they want to draft Trevor Lawrence and trade up. Uh, the only thing about doing that is that is another really, really big move so recent after the Khalil Mack trade that worries me. I don't like trading multiple first round picks anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't because we've seen how that worked. It puts us in a hole. Because think years. of how, how nice that would have been for the last two years yeah. having first round picks. It would have been really nice. There's been a lot of studs coming up. Yeah. And I think Trevor Lawrence is a very good player. I don't think that's our move though. That's not the answer that we need right now. No, it's not one person on the offense. I think a quarterback is going to make the biggest impact, but I I wouldn't be surprised if you just get a above average quarterback and a decent offense like top fifteen. Well, that's all you need. If I don't you see have us a, not going to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need if you have a top five, top ten defense. Mm-hmm. But I really mean that. Like, if we have Kirk Cousins right now, do you think we'd make the playoffs? No, I don't think Kirk's playing very well either. <laughs> like the last two seasons, he's been getting questioned a lot. I think you need a little bit better than that. But he's like the twentieth ranked right now, so that's what I'm saying. Like, mm. do you think if we had just the twentieth? Because right now we have the thirty first and then like the twenty eighth. Yeah, it. I mean, he's got uh, Dalvin Cook and the. Adam Thielen there with him, which certainly helps, which I don't mm-hmm. think David Montgomery is Dalvin Cook, and I don't think Allen Robinson is Adam Thielen. Um, although, I guess that's they're probably pretty close. Um, I mean, he's probably doing better than what we're doing now. I don't... We might have a couple more wins because of that, but... I would think our chances... Oh, so he's 14th Maybe. right now. Actually, 14th? not too okay. bad. Yeah. Not as bad as I thought. Uh, yeah, mm. I was actually thinking more of, like, yeah, Matt Ryan so, uh, right. type. Okay, so let's talk about this, and then we can move on. But who is your ideal quarterback situation going into next year? Who would you like? Would you like us to draft? Would you like? Us, do you have a specific player in mind that you would like to trade for? I don't have anyone specifically in mind, but just someone with experience. We can't just throw out someone brand new like we did with Mitch. 
but also not so old look like Foles where he just can't run, he can't do anything. Um, so someone with experience, but I don't think a draft pick is going to do it. I'd like Sam Darnold. Interesting. I would like the Jets to get the number one overall, take Trevor Lawrence. What are they going to do with Sam Darnold? He's not going to be a backup. No. I would like Sam Darnold. Dude, there's something about when someone goes to like such a bad team that is a good player that can still make some really crazy plays that like sucks. I'm looking up um, uh, quarterbacks. Ah, damn it. ESPN Plus. Um because I'm, I'm trying to think of like quarterbacks too coming, much. Quarterbacks coming up the pipeline. Because yeah, they're not. They're gonna have to give up too much to get Trevor Lawrence. They might have to give up too much to get Justin Fields. So then, who else is available? But Justin Fields is doing a bad job this year, which I like. He might slip to like a he, is a little, he, he <laughs> might slip to like a second, third. I mean, a lot of his games are just getting canceled. Um, so that makes it tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence at one. It's going to be Justin Fields' too, right? Or are they going to go BYU? Um, are you just on Trevor Lawrence? Does it not go any further? Oh, oh, yeah, Justin it's Justin Fields. Fields. Two. Yeah. So who's number three? The BYU guy? Ooh, okay, so pe- people want this guy. I think we've seen it with Carson Wentz. You're going to have a good season, maybe two. But like I said in last week's episode, there's something about not playing these big... Pack five conferences, but you don't get the the same challenges from week to week. Six three two twenty one run one, runs a four six five forty. That's pretty fucking good. Though. That's incredible. That's yeah. Really I'm just worried about his level fast. of competition. Yeah, for sure. So who's number four? Is it, if it's not the BYU guy, I don't know. Yep, Zach Wilson. Okay, who is also large, but only two hundred and three pounds, not two hundred and twenty, and yeah. runs a four eight. He's playing great though. Yeah. He, was, he was projected not to get drafted. Dude, he's going to for sure get drafted. <laughs> I can't take this seriously with this ad over here to the right. Oh, it's not looking good. <laughs> Look at that awful form. Most ridiculous pitchers taken at the gym. So they got you. You laughed. They, you won. <laughs> I'm about to click it. Yeah, no, I kind of want you. it's a, uh, a large-chested woman uh, wearing a slightly revealing top, attempting to do what appears to be a squat while bent over. Horrible form. And she's gone. Yeah, it looks like your back's going to hurt. Yeah. Um. So who would you like to see a quarterback? Draft, you got someone in mind? I'm, I'm thinking realistic when I say Sam Darnold. Right. Because I'm, I'm, yep. I'm saying, yeah, we might be able to get Trevor Lawrence. I don't think it's, I don't think he is worth what we have to give up from a franchise perspective. Nothing against his game. I'm just saying after the Cleo Mack, I worry about, putting your eggs in one basket. Sure. Because you got to think, our defense has always been really good. Really, the last game against the Packers was our only bad game in years. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We we know what we can do on defense, and we can't do anything on offense. So that's why I'm saying I'm trying to be like realistic, where I don't want to get handcuffed. Um, we're obviously not going to get a Josh Allen. He's a stud. Justin Herbert's a stud. So I'm trying to think realistically. Realistically. I think we can get Sam Darnold. Think we can get Carson once? You just don't know how good Sam Sam Darnold's going to be because he hasn't really had an opportunity to like really do much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's the number, coaches have not developed. He's him the at number all. one quarterback under pressure. He just gets pressured every time. He's under pressure. Well, he just gets pressured every time. Well, so then he would fit in well with the Bears. Perfect. Yeah. 
But yeah. So th- yeah. Th- Hell, I'll take Fitzpatrick before Foles and Trubisky Ooh. at this point. I don't hate no, that. Good he that. won me the uh, fantasy football last year championship. So I, I'm high on Fitzpatrick. I don't hate that at all. He's playing he, pretty well this year. He goes out he, there, he has fun, and maybe that's just a little spark we need on the offense. Did you know he went just, to Harvard? Have you guys ever heard that before? Holy shit. No. <laughs> you fucking with me? Did Seriously? you know that? No. I was making a joke oh, yeah. that they bring it up like 20 times a game. They, they you haven't heard that before? They like only mention that. <laughs> he, he did. You didn't know he did. You, I, really, I, I, I really did not know. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. He did. Yeah, well, no, he, he just his personality <laughs> alone, I would never guess it. Yeah. That's... Like when they bring it up the most, they'll be like, "Is this how a Harvard man dresses?" It's yeah, like, when he's no. like, yeah. when he was playing for the Buccaneers a couple of years ago, and he came out with those sunglasses and those chains and everything yeah. for the post game conference, and they're like, "Oh, is this a Harvard man?" Yeah, I can't believe you didn't know yeah, that. Fuck yeah, that's a Harvard man. Um, all right, well, we'll we'll see. I mean, this is definitely gonna be a conversation that we talk about yeah. a lot. Um, all right, so let's go to the next one before we go into timeout. Jake Paul fought on the Tyson. And Roy Jones Jr. undercard. We'll talk about that fight for a second. Um, I was under the impression that when you tell uh, Mike Tyson that it's an exhibition, no knockouts, I was like, yeah, we were telling Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, that's what happened. Killer instinct, you would think. Yeah. yeah. But that's what happened. Um, those two fighters went out there. They made a couple million dollars. They didn't. Uh, you could tell they had a gentleman's agreement. Don't knock each other out. Um, they're old. Like but it could I, be I did, really I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I did feel it. like Tyson was coming out there, to throw big punches, but but at the body. Yeah, he wasn't going exactly. That. Yeah. Um, the Roy Jones, he cracked me up when they're doing the interview, and they're like, "Well, how do those body punches feel?" He's like, "Yeah, they fucking hurt." <laughs> He's like, "It's Mike Tyson." So like, it's, what do you expect? Yeah, it still hurt. Um, so that was good. Um, it was it was enjoyable. That's what I was say from an entertainment spec perspective it was very enjoyable what i enjoyed the most i think was snoop dogg commentating the whole time dude he's so fucking like funny. he was bad though oh yeah like terrible like, it, i, I know, mean the people, whole thing was just a were show saying like oh the whole he, thing was he a show. should be doing like bigger things it's like no oh, no 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 dude, i don't know the whole thing's a show <laughs> did, you, did you hear it's him on the roy jones and mike tyson he kept just saying he's like i'm telling you it's like two of my uncles just fighting at the barbecue. Yep. And it's like that was my favorite part of the whole fight. And it's like yeah. it's so accurate. But it's Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. Uh, like even if them. you think that, like don't say that about them. Like they're the. Oh, I, that was my favorite part. I think, I think. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's like, a fantastic saying, like, the comment. People, the people saying like, "Oh, he was a really good commentator." It's like, no, he wasn't. No, he, he wasn't was a really not, good no. commentator. He was hilarious. Though. He was just funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he was smoking blunts the entire time. Like mm-hmm. he went on perform. He, he went on. Well, it was sponsored by Weed Maps. Oh, it was. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but the best part is, is, he's just like smoking a blunt, and then he would like hop. So he performed before the Mike Tyson fight, and he's just smoking blunts, barely rapping, and he gets back in the thing, and you can like very tell that this is like a dude that just smoked a blunt. <laughs> he'd be like he's always just smoked the blunt yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was hilarious he would just be like oh, Roy Jones is looking fast out there Roy Jones was sitting on the chair he like didn't do anything he's like I'm telling you he's looking fast out there and it's like no he's a 50 year old man looking like a 50 year old man Um. so before we go to the Jake Paul they are talking about Tyson Holyfield I don't want to see it no it was good once, but to twice. 
to uh, no, I mean uh the Jones uh, fight this past weekend. Like it was a good idea once to bring bring them back and hey, these two old guys, let's get them let's get them back in the ring. It'll be fun and everything like that. Exhibition fight. You can't keep doing it. Though. No. The only the only next thing you can do is you can do a Rocky Balboa. I don't know if you guys saw the last Rocky movie, not the Creed movies, but the Rocky Balboa where mm-hmm. he plays himself all grown up and retired. Yeah, he's teaching like street fight. Yeah. And or, teaching yeah. Or he's teaching boxing and everything like that. And he goes in to the ring with the young current heavyweight champion. Like that's the only thing you can do now. You get Tyson to go in there against whoever the heavyweight champion is now and you say, Okay, you guys go. Which Tyson's never gonna do that because he would probably really hurt himself. Ironically enough, it's Tyson Fury, who is named after Mike Tyson. There you go. And he would wouldn't be good. Yeah, he no. would. He would destroy him. That's basically the only next thing you could do. I mean, otherwise, it's just oh, let's get all these old fighters out there again. It's like okay, that's kind of repetitive. Yeah. Um. I Jake Paul. Um. I called it. I said that I thought he was going to dismantle Nate Robinson. The the thing I think that you saw in this fight. It's it's crazy. First of all, they said Nate Robinson was training twice a day, six days a week for a year. No fucking chance. That's bullshit. No way. No way. He was fucking around. I mean, you can even tell in his like pre-fight interviews and like he he was talking with confidence, but his his words were confident, but the way he was saying it was he honestly he looked he sounded nervous, scared, and even in the fight all he did was kind of charge at Jake Paul with both hands up in the air, not really <laughs> knowing what the hell he's doing. Which means he was scared. He didn't know what he was doing. Well, maybe he knew what he was doing, but once he stepped in the ring, it was just instinct, basically. Just, let's go hug because I don't want to get punched. I don't know a lot about Jake Paul. I still only knew him from Vine. I know that he transformed to YouTube, but I really knew, like, the Paul brothers from Vine. Because like, I loved Vine when I was in college. And like, that was a while ago. Always looking at it. And I remember they these guys were huge. Um, so I don't know any of the things that he's done on YouTube. But I know a lot of people hate him. But, dude, this fight, I'm telling you right now, and a lot of people said this shit, where it's like, well, Nate Robinson looked like he didn't know what he was doing. That's not Jake's ball, Jake Paul's fault. Yeah. Right. I think there's just an association between Jake and his brother. What's his, what's his older brother's name? Logan. Logan, yeah. Mm. I think there's a lot of hate going on around there. And even me watching this fight, I'm like, mm, I don't like this Jake guy. I really didn't even know why. His, but then until his, I actually saw the fight. And his interview his, was super his humble. Post, it was his very post-fight nice. interview, you saw that? Yeah. Super nice. He got all the brownie points in my mind, and it seems like he's actually taking it seriously. But And he looked like a boxer. Like, some of his punches and combinations, I was like. I mean, the finishing one alone. He's only been doing it for two years. So I get that. But when people say, like, well, Nate Robinson did it for a year, and he looked like a scrub, that is not Jake Paul's fault. That is not. Jake Paul trained for a fighter coming at him. It, it doesn't, it, he didn't know that Nate Robinson, he had, he probably thought like, oh, I'm going to knock this guy out, but he didn't know that Nate yeah. Robinson is a legit athlete, a yeah, professional, a professional athlete. NBA athlete who won the dunk competition twice as a, as a five, eight, three times, five the most times now? out of anyone else. Yeah. 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 Um, so that'll give you a little, I, I think confidence what was him. most surprising though, is that if you, if you say I've got this YouTube star turned boxer and I've got a former NBA player turned boxer. Three-time dunk champ. Yeah, like, <laughs> who are you going to put your money on? Is, well, the NBA guy, because natural athleticism, which I think... We bo- bet on Jake Paul and won money, so that's good. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah. Um, I think 
there's probably I mean boxing is one of the sports where there's probably not a lot of crossover in terms of athleticism. Not at all. <laughs> it's not like at all. obviously strength and conditioning is a big part of it, but it, fucking punching and yeah. and guarding and everything probably doesn't. I mean, there's nothing in basketball that translates to that because if you get slapped on the arm of basketball, you get to go to the line. Exactly. Mm. It, yeah, and I I think that was the big thing too. Yeah. I think it, it showed this. This right here is the hurt business, and you can. If you go in there and you don't know what you're doing, you can get hurt. And he, he legit got knocked down he got three times. Fucked up. After the first knockdown, I literally was like, "Oh shit, he's out." And that ref, I'm not gonna lie, I I kind of put it on the ref for him getting knocked out cold like that. The first knockdown, he looked like he was done. Um, he gave him about 15 seconds to get up. Should be 10. He was walking away. He didn't have his mouth guard. It, it looked very sloppy. Um. But Jake Paul looked good. I, well, what do you think about this? He said that there's a laundry list of like YouTubers that were calling mountain celebrities. I don't know how much you're going to sign that contract after that. Wasn't he calling out Conor McGregor? So he wants to fight Conor McGregor, which I don't want to see that fight because here's the thing. Conor McGregor started boxing at three years old. Jake Paul's only been boxing for two years. So it's like, that's not a fair fight. And I, I really don't think you can get that sanctioned. The, the whole thing where it's like Logan Paul wants to fight Floyd Mayweather. I think if you're, I think that that fight could happen strictly because of money reasons. But if you, if you want to be legit, there's no way that that fight should legally be allowed. If that happens. Yeah. People will lose a lot of respect. I think for but the you know, whole organization. But you know what I mean? It's like and, that fight should it wouldn't be allowed make sense. because as yeah. a commission, you're supposed to put on even fights. This fight makes sense. A guy that's been boxing for one year and a guy boxing for two years. Mm-hmm. Fine. That makes sense. Floyd Mayweather been boxing since he's two years old. Yeah. And yeah, he's smaller. I love when people say that. It's like, Logan Paul's a lot bigger. Mm, doesn't fucking matter against when the it's boxing, greatest doesn't matter. defensive boxer of all time. Can't hit him. Yeah, he doesn't can't matter. hit him. Dude, he couldn't hit that KSI guy. What is this shit's going <laughs> to happen? Um, but yeah, the Conor McGregor's not going to happen. I yeah. do like the call out, though. There's a way to like who like Conor McGregor is still in my eyes just because he did sign that fight uh, with Dustin Poirier. He's like really big in the thing. He's been posting. He shaved his head. He's looking huge. That's like a really good person to call out. He's like, let's be honest. That fight's not going to happen. No, but, but like that's going to get people talking. Just want to uh, keep yeah, them on the grid. Fighting exactly. is always, always exactly. about generating buzz, which I, I respect how they're able to do that. Exactly. I want to see him fight the KSI guy that beat his brother. I think that that is such a good storyline. It's That's like, more he, fitting, more appropriate for their level. beat my brother up. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to come in. I'm going to win, like, the Paul respect back, and I'm going to fight <laughs> this guy. I think that would be really good. Yeah, he's stepping out of his lane immediately by calling out Conor mm. McGregor. But I was I was really surprised because of all the hate I hear from him. His uh, post-fight interview, super, like, nice. Very nice, very humble. Gave yeah. his respects to Nate. and He even I, said he's like, showed, I hope he's not yeah. hurt. He's like... It just showed how serious he is about Dude, actually it boxing. Does, so yeah, it, it does suck that like Nate Robinson, and like this is 2020 internet and this is quarantine internet where everyone's just inside looking at the internet. He is still a meme. It has been almost a week. That is years in internet time. <laughs> yeah, can you pull up some of the memes? In internet and quarantine time. Yeah, like it is. It is some of the funniest ones. Uh, quick thing while you look this up. Uh, so Jose Canseco, his daughter was dating Logan Paul. And 
Logan Paul broke up with his daughter and Jose Canseco said, I would love to fight Logan Paul. So Logan Paul just tweeted back and he goes, that's cool. I love smashing Consecos. <laughs> wow. Wow. I say let the fight happen, but let Jose Canseco get on all the stuff that he was for Juice. All right, so we, we're looking at this one. It says, so real quick, the the meme is Nate Robinson knocked out cold. The, the ref, ref checking, checking on him. him and then Jake Paul walking away. The one we're looking at now says page 379 of Pornhub. And then it's just my meat and it's just Nate Robinson. Dead. <laughs> He's flat. This is a new segment called Verbal Memes. Verbal memes, we just yeah. describe memes. I mean, dude. I didn't So, I thought he was going to win by knockout. I thought it was going to be more of a TKO. I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be a knock. Like, dude, he knocked him out. Yeah. This shit was crazy. He was out cold I also for loved a while. that the whole time we talked about this, Johnny just had it on repeat. It was like a 17-second <laughs> clip of Nate Robinson. Yeah. Saw it like 100 times, yeah. Yeah. Um right. Uh, that's nuts. All right, so let's head over to locks of the week. Um, poor one out for a fallen soldier, Nick. He has lost his uh, O. Pursuit of perfection is over. <laughs> it was a great run, eleven and one. I'm still planning to finish sixteen and one. Yeah, hey, you could still finish real strong. That no was the what, first text point. he sent back. He said, "I want, I want the record to show that I'm going for sixteen and one, which I like because I would be like, duh. <laughs> um, I gotta ask, do you think any of it was beginner's luck? Uh, 100%. Okay, good. <laughs> We're fair with that. Um, okay, can we go over the records? Yeah, we got... Uh, so everybody lost last week. Uh, We're hot. We're hot. <laughs> Beer, three, White hot. three, eight, and one. Um, <laughs> Johnny, four, seven, and one. Which, Fuck. we've been giving Beer a lot of shit. Johnny is creeping up. I've been, the past few weeks, I'll be honest, I've been shitting the bed. You were like four and one, I think. And I was up uh, there. Yeah. Uh, Joe, five and seven. Not great either. Not good. Uh, but I went down with our bears. Me, 11 and one. Yeah, it's hot. Um, well, you're not undefeated, but you are still the king in this group, so you get to go first. Okay. Have the honors. I have not looked at this board yet, so you know, give me a nice light scroll up here, Johnny. Uh, ooh, I see one thing that catches my eye. I don't know if I see anything else that catches my eye. I've been doing pluses and minuses, so I think I got to keep going with that. All right, uh, the first thing that caught my eye was scrolled down. Let me just get it right. Yep, there it is. Uh, LA Chargers plus one against the Patriots, which at that point, should we just do money line? No, I'll take the point. Take the point? You're going to want that point. I'm going to want, okay, okay. You're going to want that Chargers point. plus one at home against the Patriots. Um, really? So that was mine. I'm oh, gonna, I'm, I'm sorry. Go, I'm going to change it now. That's good. You can you can go. Let me look at it for a little bit. I'm more. sorry. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah. See, I go in the order of uh, record, so I was waiting for you to go before me. But here we go. Quick little look here. Um, uh, Nick, do you want to read beers? Do you have beers up that we could read? Um, if you give me two seconds, I will. Beer was kind enough to text us his lock of the week. Um. Beer has um the Washington football team and Steelers over Got the over at 42 40, and a half. At 42 and a half. Yes. Ooh, it's 42 now. It's at 42 now. Okay, we'll, even we'll better. We'll give him the 42, we'll him 42. Yeah. It's fine. We it is fair cuz we normally do the bets right after this so he would get 42. Over 42. 
that is. I don't get I don't that. See it happening. I don't get that. One. Yeah, I don't see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> Since he's not here, we can shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but but like we just all lost. So all of us hating his pick, it's probably gonna. It makes cry. sense. It's probably gonna be like an eighty point game. He picked the uh, the Steelers over this past week too, right? He had Steelers Ravens over. Like 40, yeah, that 47. Hit. Yeah, it didn't hit. That's yeah, didn't I'm hit. just saying he's he's taking it was 33 points. <laughs> yeah, he's taking Pittsburgh two weeks in a row on the over. That's bold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, no, I like was the, hot with the Arizona Cardinals there, and they lost me three in a row. I don't know what the fuck. What was I doing? I was picking, so high on Murray and Hopkins. I'm like, it's gotta happen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. I respect it. Ooh, that should be something. Uh, maybe for next season is just have one guy who just has one team the entire year and they have to just bet. I think we should do them. a coin as the fifth person. Ooh. We randomly number generate a, a game. So okay. Like one through 12. We'll, and then we'll flip it. We'll like heads, the dog, tails, the favorite. And we'll see how wow. good the coin could go. The coin's going to do much better than us. Uh, who do you got? I got mine if you want me to go. Yeah, please. Um, so Houston Texans is having a little bit of steroid trouble. They're having a little Uh-oh. steroid trouble. Um, so I'm going to take the Colts minus three and a half. They lost the last two. I don't like their chances to go three in a row. Texans are missing a couple guys with PEDs. Uh, the game gods are looking down at them. I'm like, come on, can't let this guy win. So I think they're going to cover the three and a half. So beer bets pit over two weeks in a row. Joe bets Colts minus three and a half two weeks in a row. Was that my lock last <laughs> yeah, week? I'm pretty sure. Shit. What the fuck? I thought that was my oh, pick Oh, no, last it week. was Johnny's. Yeah. I'm sorry. You had the Bears. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. You had the Bears. But I was like, I was wow, like somebody, somebody, somebody bet that. Somebody bet that. Johnny bet that last week. <laughs> Regardless, we didn't hit it last week. So no, they got, got rolled. So it's got to hit this week. They got rolled. They're yeah. looking hot. All right, you know what? Just because I was talking about it, I'm going to go the L.A. Rams minus two and a half against the Arizona Cardinals. This is exactly the time where they screw you now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they failed me off. three times in a row, but no, fuck it. I like the L.A. Rams. The defense is going to fuck them up. Nice. Yeah, I could see that. I really like the under in that game. But life's too short to bet the under. No one likes betting the under. Not going to do that. It's just not very fun. I'll do the minus two and a half, yeah. Um. All right, let's head over to... Wait, no. Oh, no, we got beers. Um, so let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. Oh. The first one on this timeout is resellers are being stopped nationwide. So the biggest thing has been PlayStation and Xboxes have been coming on sale, but all these resellers have been buying them up, buying them up, and selling them for a profit. So a store in the UK decided after a group of resellers who claimed that they had over 2,500 PlayStation 5s. The people saw the account, went to all their orders, and canceled all their orders. Ooh. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. So I thought, how can that be legal? It is, because even if you use a fake account, if it goes to the same address, it's only one per order. Okay. Mm. So, so they already so, have that rule in place. So it's it, one so it is, per order. It is fine. Going they, to the same it's address. just they breached it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hate the idea of reselling, um, for not doing that. Like when I always resell a shoe, I buy another shoe. I never just like normally sell it for profit. I usually sell it and buy another shoe. Um, I like this cause I think it sucks because they do like the Dwight in the office where they gouge the highest like Christmas gift mm-hmm. and they're like, 
well, a rich dad is going to spend like $1,100 to get this for their kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I used to do that, but I would buy like three Xbox. It was Xbox 360 at the time. I'd buy three, four. Exactly. I wouldn't go into the hundreds or thousands (laughs) and flip it, but 2,500, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. My biggest thing is you're stupid for boasting about it. Also, why would you exactly? So, yeah. what do they do? Did they just <laughs> they like post their, it somewhere? And they like, like hey, what on their Instagram? You, like, you need hey, to buy we it, just, you come we here. We just bought like twenty five hundred. We got it's more so than dumb. the stock of like Best Buy, Target. It's like we're selling for nine hundred a pop. It's like, well, yeah, but you kind of just did that to yourself. You're yeah, dumb. That's you're really so dumb. dumb. For as smart as you are for making all those purchases, you're really. <laughs> they were stupid trying to for market th- it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jesus. you should. My whole thing is, I'm surprised that they didn't wait until they had them. You know, because yes. like if they're at your house, they could. Cancel the order still. Why? Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it makes no sense foolish. to me. Bird in the hand. Um, so yep. another one on the reseller attack. Uh, so there's a shoe that came out only in Manila. It is a all green shoe Jordan 4 that came out in Manila. So the way only 150 pairs were sold. So it's a super like sought after shoe. Wow. It looks okay. And my <laughs> shoe, just do Jordan 4 Manila. I love that. Do Jordan 4 Manila. I think it looks okay. They only made 150. It looks okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't love it. That's fine. Um I think that I think it looks like the Hulk. It does. So it's kind of cool. A very clever thing that they did with this shoe though to ward off resellers is you had to pick it up in person first of all. You had to put it on and walk it out. What the fuck? Oh, Wait, wow. where did they do this? In Manila. Okay. So interesting. The funniest thing of that is imagine like me get like an eight because the shoe like for resale was going for like eleven thousand dollars. So imagine like you show up eleven thousand. Well, they only made one hundred and fifteen. It's not in the United States, Manila. Um, imagine like me being in line, be like, yeah, I could squeeze into it now. I'm a ten and a half. It's like, yeah, I could squeeze into that. Like imagine like that guy like trying to put it on, and they're like, dude, no. But I like that they made everyone wear them out. Because as soon as you like actually walk around and shoes on not like your house or something and you get any like dirt in the crevices or God forbid you wear out a star, that loses like all of it. That loses like all the value. Like it, it's like driving a car off the lot. Yeah. Like once you yeah. buy it and drive it off the lot, like instantly it usually depreciates goes, like ten thousand. Yeah, it usually goes down by half. That's crazy. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm just imagining like people walking out with the wrong size shoe. You can't, just to have you the shoe can't because you can't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a, actually a really good idea just to so keep the value. I loved it because the guy who designed this shoe is like from Manila. He made a shoe for Manila and was like, this is like the shoe for my people. So I, I don't want it to go to like other sure. like people. And I love that. Like supposedly he came up with the ideas like I want people to wear them out. It's like, if you got this shoe and if you're lucky enough, like, I want you to wear this shoe out. Shoes were meant to be worn. And I love it. I think that's hilarious. Speaking of uh, resellers, I have a mild rant. I won't go on a huge rant now, just about my least favorite reseller, uh, concert ticket resellers. Oh, it's annoying. I fuck the worst people. Fucking hate it. I don't know who's doing it. I wish I did. I don't know what they're, like... I just don't get it. Like who, like my job to think that that's somebody's job or like they enjoy getting money out of that. Like I'm going to create some sort of computer bot that can go on there, buy up all these tickets and then I'll resell them for ridiculous prices. So that way people can't go to these shows is just fucking, it 
pisses me off so much. Sometimes I feel like it's the same people who are originally selling the the tickets, buying it themselves, and then reselling them again. Yeah, and it, it's the only thing that makes sense to me because it's which it's fucking ridiculous. There can still be a market for resale. Like that's fine. Like the but, bots. But the bots it, is where I cross the line. But it, I think but it it's should everything be, you should do naturally. It should be. <laughs> Hey, I bought this ticket from the original venue that sold it for $50. I have to sell it for $50. I can't sell it for a profit. I can't do anything else like that. Like I there needs to be some sort of limit like that because it's just fucking ridiculous. So you like like the Burning Man where you have that like one day where you can sell them on their website. Otherwise, if you get caught, you're banned for life. Yeah. I Ooh, I like that method. I've never Bur- heard of that. Burning Man's a little bit different because it only happens once a year in the middle of the desert. But but that, no, no, that no, is but people do that a lot for festivals. Coachella, Lollapalooza, I I Bonnaroo. think yeah, it's which again those are once a year, so it's a little bit easier to control that versus concerts that happen at venues all the but time. That's where the profit is. I just I just really 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 hate it, and it's really debilitating to getting to see a lot of shows. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the answer is, but I wish there was a clearer answer. The, my least favorite thing is like, it's a show at like the United Center. Tens of thousands of people. They sell out in a, like three minutes. You're like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. And then you go on and you're like, well, the normal $100 ticket is now $900? What yeah. the hell is that? A ticket in the pit. Oh, yeah. It's going for $10,000. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's annoying. It's so... Oh, you guys remember concerts? Dude, yeah, that that's been it's the biggest. It's been a year. That's, that's just, been the biggest. It, that's hurting the biggest my, thing I miss. As soon as you said oh, that, it just hurt my the, fucking heart. Uh, like, God damn it! It's the biggest thing I miss about this year. Funny story. We that were, hit home. We that really a, hit home. Yeah. We went to a Yom Kippur dinner, and we like. I guess it's a thing during Yom Kippur that you're supposed to like talk about something you're grateful for, and I'm not gonna say her name because I know her boyfriend listens to the show, but. She goes, I just want, or like, I'm grateful for this year because it just shows that you don't need like parties or live concerts to enjoy fun. And I just, and so we're like doing the, and it's like, you do, Nick's face right you do now. a cheers after everyone. And I go into the cheers and I go, yeah, I don't get the live music shit, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I got some looks and they're like, well, like, that's just what she's grateful for. And I was like, yeah, but that's like a stupid thing to be grateful for. <laughs> and, and it's like, and I was like, you gotta have some so, reaction to so, it. Yeah. So naturally, Gosh. like after the dinner, I'm like talking to her. I'm like, do you just like not like concerts? She's like, well, like they're fun. And I was like, yeah. Then you shouldn't be the one that's thankful for them not going on if like you don't like them. Yeah, that yeah. Like, that's like most of my summer. There's like a festival season and golf season. It's like yeah. the greatest time that's to ever it. be alive. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it's like, don't don't you take that away from me just because you don't like it. Yeah, like, I don't like clubbing, but I'm not going around being like, I'm grateful that nobody's no clubbing, one's clubbing right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. all the clubs are now fucking closed yeah. and mm-hmm. half of them aren't going to reopen. Like, that's... <laughs> Aw, you guys remember clubbing? No, I'm <laughs> now I'm 27. I'm feeling a little different I don't about that. Um, Alright, the next one is a restaurant owner came out and gave a big speech yelling at his customers to stop twerking in the restaurant. <laughs> um, my whole thing is this is dude, half, half of my favorite parts about doing the live is I get to see what you Google. <laughs> I just loved Johnny goes to Google, stop twerking in the restaurant and his caps lock is <laughs> just twerking yeah, in the restaurant. That was perfect. Um, so he comes out and he's like, stop twerking at the restaurant. Like, oh, that's the thing. Do you want to yeah. play it? 
Restaurant suicide on camera. I don't think it's mean that he told him to stop twerking. It's kind of reasonable, I guess, but. Could you? By far the best part is while he's doing it, I love that he shits on two nearby restaurants. Like he, he, <laughs> you could go here, you could go here, but not here. He's like, honestly, if you want to twerk in my restaurant, take that over to Pink's because Pink sucks dick. Yeah. Their food sucks, their music sucks. Go twerk on there. I love that part where he could have just been like, you know, please, this is like a family establishment, stop twerking. I love where he's like, honestly, go here, go here because they suck. I, I saw, I saw this in a. A few of my feeds, but... I don't but think that's suicide in the restaurant. No, not First at all. First of all, I don't think there's anything wrong with the owner of an establishment coming out and be like, hey, you probably shouldn't be twerking, twerking at my fine dining restaurant. Well, I thought he was going to come out like a Karen said, nah, I don't like it because some random ass reason or whatever, but it sounded like a pretty logical explanation. I don't know. I respect it. Yeah, yeah that was well, really logical. It it's not as Karen-y as I thought. I was, I was laughing in the middle of it because I think he was yelling at somebody to stop twerking. He's like, stop. <laughs> like, he's in the middle of the speech but he kept going. twerking. Stop twerking. And he kept going. The, the thing is this. You don't even have to respect it. It's it's his restaurant. Right. He gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah. It's not like it's he's doing anything too bad with saying like a specific type of people can't like eat there. He's just saying, like, please stop twerking. And I, I kind of like that he brought it around. He was like, most of you are women. I see the way the guys treat you after doing this. Stop doing it because I want them to respect you. That was a, that was a kick for me. Yeah. I thought that was a good yeah, move. That was yeah. good. I don't think there's anything bad with that. Right. I took it as he was saying, like, when men come in here, I expect them to be respectful right. to other people. Right. So I want you guys to be respectful as well. He wasn't yeah, saying it people. in a condescending or yeah. demeaning yeah. way towards the women, but really more good. in a respectful way. Yeah. yeah. Like him, it, like it's seen right now where it says he's defending himself. I don't think he has to defend himself at all. No. First of all, it's his business. He gets to do whatever he wants. Uh, two, freedom of speech. He gets to say whatever he wants. And three, it's like, if you don't like it, go to one of the other restaurants. He named you restaurant. Yeah. He it's gave not, you options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he didn't put you in like, a corner. It's not like yeah. you, after the speech, he's like, but where are we going to go twerk? We, go to <laughs> we could go somewhere else. And we could go there. He's like, you don't have Let's to go know. to fucking Pink's. By far, that is the best thing. Where he's like, you don't like my crepes? You want to twerk on my skillet? Go to Pink's. They'll let you do that. And like, kind of want to go to Pink's. <laughs> I would pay Pink. any money in the world to just watch the Pink's owner respond. Like, <laughs> like do you think yeah. you can come here and twerk? Like, I would love that. Or, or I think it's genius if Pink's comes out and he's like, come and twerk here. Ex Benedict and yeah. Mimosas yeah. You, twerk you play into that. You gotta steer yeah. into yeah, it exactly. and be like, come twerk. This is a twerking, twerking spot. <laughs> what a name, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is where I keep laughing. It's just the fact that, yeah, come twerk at Pink's is just too perfect. There's there's nothing better that he gave other restaurants. <laughs> and in such a shitty way. 
Like that's the only thing you should put. I just love you. Like, do you want to do this here? Take it to all the other dumps around the neighborhood. His articulation uh, was top. That I got to take a pee before our last time out. Okay, we're back. Um, so the last time out one is Oreo has Oreo ID where you can design your own Oreo. So I thought it would be fun if we designed a beer league Oreo. So let's design a beer league Oreo. Yeah, Personal. I'll have a sketch. Yeah, I'll have a sketch next week. A little mock-up, for sure. I'm serious. No, literally, go to the Oreo ID and let's make an Oreo. That's what I'm saying. No, like right now? Right now. Live. <laughs> yes, yes, right now. All right, All right let's, let's customize it. our own. Um, Customize everything, yeah. I don't want to just customize the cream. Hmm. All right, what color cream do we want? Ooh. I mean, I think yellow for beer. It's the only set, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. What is drip? Like that ice. Dip. Ooh. Ooh. Do we want a dip? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Get it Give me that white fudge. Mm. Give me dip. All right, let's go to the next one. Me, sprinkles? They used to call me white fudge in high school. All right, if we're getting no, sprinkles. They used to call me brown sugar. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is our sprinkles? Sprinkles on an Oreo? Interesting. Well, I mean, we're getting dip. We're making a mini cake. The blue looks nice. Yeah. Let's see the blue. Oh, I do like the blue. Mm. All right, let's go to the image. The logo. We need the logo. Yeah, the oh, logo. Do you have it saved? <laughs> no. Do you have it saved? No, I don't. All right. Then it's fine. Go back there. So we'll just, we'll know it. We'll put the and say, yep. in there. Mm-hmm. And then text. What's the text? Beer League. It's a pretty easy one. Beer. Only using that one text Be- line. Beer, league, beer, league, beer league official, and it's got to be spelled wrong. <laughs> did I spell league right? No, yeah, you did. I just think uh, Joe had official spelled wrong for what a is long the, time. Ooh, what font, though? I don't like Pluto. Pluto's not a planet. Fugazon. <laughs> Fuck a Fugazon. 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 That's what I was going to Black. Add. I don't like black. I want red. Red. Do white on white frosting. (laughs) (laughs) You can't read it. Yeah, scroll up. Oh, there it is. Uh, Maybe black. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, I'll go fuck myself. No, yeah, let's let's try red. If you go to I'm done. More prominent. Did it not go? No, you're done. I guess we got to do. What's what's the top of the cake? Um... Mm, that looks, oh, that that looks, looks fucking awful. That's that a looks, lot of that that's a lot bad. of blue. Blue on blue. Go yellow. What does yellow look like? Yellow on the outside, yellow on the inside. Yeah. Ice cream paint job. Ooh, I like the yellow. It's like a little sun. It looks like a beer. There you go. It looks like a beer. Like with heck, with like a margarita gl- <laughs> like rim glass. Okay, oh, yeah, nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we will eat beer league. Uh Oreo. This will this will be the new logo. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right, so we'll head over to the rank. So the rank is what we are thankful for. Um, I will go first. Um, I didn't actually create one, so I'm gonna go off. The top. <laughs> I didn't either. Neither did I. <laughs> all right, perfect. All right, Number four. I'm thank you. I'm thankful for my nephew. That Ooh, is. Aw. It has been awesome being an uncle. Um, I love seeing him. Baby Jay has been growing up. He's getting big. He's got some meaty paws <clears throat> for baby. Like for a baby. He doesn't have like big hands, but like mm. poor baby's got big paws. Um, number three, I'm just thankful for my family's health. I think that is most important. My parents are older, so 
I'm glad that they didn't get the cocoa and they've been staying safe. That's very important. Um, number two is I'm just thankful for all the memories and how crazy the city is going to be once things open back up. Mm. Like once there's a vaccine, huge party, this place is going to be nuts. Yes. Like good luck getting into a bar. Like once, like I'm talking like a good distance when everyone has the vaccine. Dude, it's going to be crazy. Like think of like next year's tea box. If it's open, I'd go, but I'm saying like how nuts that would be. Yeah. They're going to get like 50,000 people. Uh, and then number one, the most thing thankful for, Oh, by the way, I did tell these guys, you can't be thankful for the podcast. Cause we're all thankful for the podcast. So mm-hmm. it just, it was harder to add one. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. My number one is I'm thankful for my golf clubs. My golf clubs is the biggest thing I'm thankful for. Um, I love golf more than anything in this world. I play it all the time. Uh, it doesn't give me any love back, <laughs> but I love it. And I love my new golf clubs. Wow. Uh, There's shout out lo- to my shoes though. My shoes, <laughs> my shoes are good too. Oh, for two. There's a lot to uncover there. <laughs> uh, yeah, my shoes are pretty dope. They are dope. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's mine. I'm thankful. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um... I'm thankful for, um, start off with this podcast. Cause it doesn't well, yeah. count. Doesn't yeah, count. Doesn't count. Number safe. four, I'm thankful for, um, just the fact that, you know, sports happened this year and we've got stuff like football and baseball. And even though I didn't watch it, basketball and stuff, just, <laughs> you know, to make it feel like a normal, you liked like, it being there year. Yeah. It was there in football in particular, particularly with like Notre Dame football. It has felt like a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thankful for that as a you know distraction and sense of normalcy. Uh, number three, and then I'm going to rapid fire here. Number three, I'm thankful for all my friends. Number two, I'm thankful for all my family. And number one, I'm thankful for health of Ooh, myself and everybody else. That was my else. number three. <laughs> yeah. I say, you gotta... Global pandemic going on, and yeah. it's number three for you. But <laughs> it's lower than golf clubs, but that's, you know. Have you seen my map? No, yeah, it looks, it looks dope. Mm, sexy. Uh, Johnny. All right, number four. I am thankful for... <laughs> thankful. <laughs> it's healthy, healthy dumps. Healthy Just dumps. the healthiest... No. Uh, I'm thankful for Joe Madden and Theo Epstein. Okay. That's one of them. Okay. Because okay. championship yeah. in sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three. I am thankful for Four oh go. <laughs> I'm still very thankful, man. Yeah, me too. Before that, you know, it was a hundred years, right? At least, yeah. And so, <laughs> oh, do least, I know? At least <laughs> count the blessings. Oh, do I? Know? Number three, I'm I'm very thankful that I went golfing with you that one time because I think you took like five to eight or nine strokes off my game. Wow. Yeah, I thought you were just gonna say my company, but yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, that was pretty good too. Also, kind of in the in the same. Uh, same number three. Also, your playlist is really fucking good. Oh. I, I got to give it up to you, man. So good. Wow. Yeah. Number Thank two. Uh, my lady friend, who I met a year ago. Very thankful. Oh, you're a dick for saying that. Why? Neither of us said it. Yeah. Oh, uh, you guys are dicks. Then. And <laughs> number one. Kiss ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, when it comes to quarantine, very, very thankful. And I number one. Mine. Oh, see, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thankful. Shit, that's not bad. That's that's. You know we're recorded, right? Uh, yeah, she's she's next door. Yeah, no, uh, she can hear this. You know, Kale, I love you. No, I mean, no. Seriously though, the timing was 
crazy perfect. I don't oh, know. Oh, so you got a, you got like a quarantine girlfriend. I see. Dude, shut up. She listens. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. God damn it. Uh, the health of obviously my friends, my family, and uh, yeah. Oh, it's got to be number one. I do. Yeah, I do have one to add. I am very thankful for John Morrison's rant <laughs> on this podcast. That was because the, I have listened to it at least twenty times, and every time when he just says, "Oh yeah, the Bears are going to win the fucking Pinewood Derby," gets me every time. There's nothing funnier than that. Um, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned my playlist. So next week we're going to do the what we did last year, and we're going to break down our like Spotify shit. Um. I oh, I yes. think that I'm slept on. I think that I'm the most slept on person in the world to not give the aux cord or the Bluetooth to. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. You disagree? No, I'm kidding. Uh, during a round of golf, I would not ask anyone else except for you. Wow. It sounded like an insult. No, it sounded like high praise. Do you know how much you golf? How much I golf? That's a lot. Yeah, I golf a lot. That's a lot. That's good. That's yeah. good. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm just looking at the Oreos right now. It's two two dollars and fifty cents for one. That's bullshit. We might never buy these things. Um, <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay f- safe out there. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully our locks win this week because we are thankful for winners. And we will see you guys next week in studio.